0: Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hey, before we start the show, I want to give you some exciting news. Uh, we're, we're launching a new book called uh, Digital Labor The Coming Demise of a White Collar Worker. You can find it out on digitallaborbook.com. Uh, go out and pre order the book if you can. If you put in the code digital, we'll give you 20% off on the pre order. Uh, if you ever lost your job to a robot, uh, put that in the code, put I lost my job, and we'll give you half price. And uh, to add insult to injury, we'll have a bot send that book out to you. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Check out our website, and we're excited about this new book. A lot of tech consulting, they focus on the tech. Yes. And the tech gets so advanced that even expert engineers are unable to use it fully. Yeah, And so the term of art we use to describe that is feature gap.
1: You're listening to Experience This, a show about the emerging experience economy with your host, Tom Young. Hey
0: everybody, this is Tom Young. Let's go around the room. Hey, this is Sean. Karen. Hey, thanks everybody for joining the show today. Hey, today on Experience This, we're going to talk about uh, redesigning sort of experiences for the aging population and how we start to do things that are typically associated with younger people, but bringing it to an older and aging population set so everything from seniors to the over 50 crowd to the gen xers how do we bring sort of things that are the millennials are driving and some of the more cool digital experiences up into the different demographic segments for an older population to enhance their experiences Mm -hmm. so what do you guys thought on that on that topic
2: well i think it's first uh it's, it's important to differentiate like the things that make You know, older people now and Generation Now happy is most certainly probably not going to be the same as what make my generation. You know, and and what we would want from retirement. They're not going to be equal. So, there. You know, it's it's important to kind of look into like what these differences would be, and maybe even how you can capitalize on that.
1: Yeah, and I think um, just the notion of retirement, it feels so bulky and heavy. And I feel as people get older, society's kind of marginalized them and put them in this compartment like, oh, you've retired. So it's like you've exited out of mainstream culture in a way. But yet there's a lot of people who are um, with the use of technology now, like you can track your health, be on top of it. And so the population that's starting to age is actually really healthy. And I don't think people are ready to just sit at home and you yeah. know, watch TV and... The
0: term retirement, you know, connotes obsolescence as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So
0: that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at retirement is the notion of uh, drudgery followed by living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And both of those paradigms are probably unhealthy paradigms about the way we view the, the, the bulk of our youth, you know, and, you know, we have our friend Alan Watts here and we mm-hmm. have our... 360 camera I, here. I see this. <laughs> doing, we're doing this show in VR. We're testing out this notion of doing this, but we have our a- Alan Watts uh, 360 cam. Alan talks about the notion of you know, life being a musical where during the musical you're supposed to sing and dance versus a destination where you, you do all this stuff to get to a point, because that's a big lie. Because when you get to that point, whether it be a million dollars or the vice president of the Muckety Muck Corporation, Right. Once you get there, you're unfulfilled, and you set something else, and it's an empty life if that's what you if you treat life as a destination. Yeah. Yes. So you have to enjoy your time, uh, like, like Sean. I don't need to tell you that <laughs> because you're a poster child of enjoying your time as you're going through. You're you're singing and dancing better than most of us, mm-hmm. and so this notion of retirement and 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 I think well we want to. Open up older people to everything from the Gen Xers to the Baby Boomers to the people uh, who were before that, um, who are older, is to open them up to the possibilities that there are experiences out there that can be used, leveraging some of the cool technologies that are out there that can enhance their life. Right. And not every group's going to have the same thing. And so, like a first-person shooter in a VR setup is not something that's going to appeal to somebody who's sixty-five years old, in all likelihood. Right. But if you could enhance their social time with their with their children, with their grandchildren, with their family and friends, uh, my guess is that's probably something that's solving a big problem. You go to a problem like a nursing home, I would say loneliness is endemic.
1: Yeah, yes. it's really depressing.
2: Yeah. One, of the, one of the biggest problems, I would say, for, for older people is that feeling of loneliness. Because yeah. not only do you have... I mean, it's old age. You know, people are unfortunately passing away that... You know, your friends, family, that are people that are close to you. So it can get to a point where this, this loneliness kind of really starts creeping in and, and becomes, if not the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems in, in happiness. But even like thinking
0: <laughs> of, the, of using the technology to be able to enhance the reliving of memories, which I know, you know, my grandparents are still alive. They love looking at old pictures and talking about it. And, and then think about the ability for them to do that. And then also put it into a rather than a consumptive mode, where I want to just give something to a, a, a septuagenarian or somebody who's older, is to also uh, have them contribute back. You know, like one of the things I think is probably underdone in our society is the grabbing and ta- cataloging of oral histories. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So exactly, is to grab, use the technology, show the old pictures, and grab the oral history that goes with it right because while you may not be interested in hearing a story for the ninth time from your grandmother your grandchildren might be right and so now we have the ability to preserve that in a very low-cost way but it also creates a an engagement model that's part of the experience for older people
2: yeah it's it's super easy you have it on your phone right everyone has it on their phone just open the voice memos app you can record whatever you want you could send it it's These are things that are super easy to do nowadays.
1: I think um, it's quite interesting. So I was doing a search before we started this episode on what are some of the cool things that technology is doing around retirement. And there's a gap because a lot of most of what I found was about um, technology tools that are disrupting how we're planning for retirement. So it's all Mm -hmm. like financial based. Right. But there's nothing around. Or from what I saw, it seems like there's still a a place where the social connection, you know, like we can still develop that. I think the focus has just been still more on the old analog. There is retirement and how can you get there quicker? Yeah. Which is like the wrong, we're chasing the wrong thing, I think.
0: Yeah. In the the book we have coming out next week. Yeah. Yeah. We talk, uh, in one of the uh, graphics that we use in several places in the book is Maslow's hierarchy, mm. right? Which is like a five-level pyramid, and the first two are basic survival levels of, you know, making sure I have oxygen, food, water, shelter, safety, et cetera. But that base needs to be so wide, but doesn't need to be infinitely wide, right? Yeah. Before I become living in a world of excess abundance that's not not valuable to me individually, especially if it comes at the cost of not focusing higher up in the pyramid through all the way up to the self-actualization and purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think our society is probably distorted to horizontal expansion of the first two layers, getting more and more stuff, more and more money, Mm -hmm. more and more status and less and less of the up the pyramid where it's individual, like social, uh, you know, self actualization and and self worth. And I think if we if we if we focus our lives a little bit more balanced along that pyramid, we probably would be happier people as a result. There's
2: also a thing where like like people that are older, um, and you know, especially after retirement when they have more free time. That's when those things become more prevalent to them versus, you know, sometimes they're just caught in the whirlwind of life and, and work and all of that beforehand that they don't focus on those things. So now they just find themselves, you know, in, in older age and still hoping for those things or trying to fulfill those things with, you know, maybe limited, more, much more limited resources and their older age, as we said. So it could be more challenging, at that, you know, trying, trying to fulfill that. And that should be a goal that people look at. Like how can we help these older folks fulfill that? Those, yeah. those higher needs
0: yeah so it's, it's to me I think I think it's interesting because you know I, I my parents are are in their mid 80s right now and for for their age, for their age group in terms of rel- relative they're 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 probably fairly tech savvy mm-hmm. yeah. you know like my dad is uh I think he's 87 wow yeah so uh anyway so he has hearing aids that are they're expensive hearing aids they're but they're bluetooth enabled and all that so he gets on his iPhone and he'll and then'll log into MLB radio on his uh iPhone and he'll stream baseball games through the phone into his ears yeah and uh so he'll act like he can't hear but the reason he can't hear is because he's listens to the baseball game and you can't even tell he has the hearing aids on they're so small mm-hmm and then he has it paired to the telephone in the house, so when oh, the hou- nice. when the house phone rings, they still have a landline. Yeah, <laughs> he answers the phone, and it uses the you know the bone resonance and the. And my mother gets mad at him because she can't pick up the phone because he's picked it up with his hearing aids. <laughs> so anyway, he's got some pretty cool setup. My mom has a iPad and a phone. She texts a lot, and. Uh, She's probably not as tech savvy as he is, but more, you know, for her age group, for, she's 86, I guess. And so they they use a lot of it. Uh, we do FaceTime with them. Yeah. Uh, but those are things that enhance. But I think we're, you know, we're just scratching the surface. And I think a lot of older folks are intimidated by the technology. Yeah. And I even find myself as a tech person. I just don't want to be bothered. <laughs> With, I just want it to work. That's why I'm writing Joe all the time about (laughs) just make sure the goddamn stuff just works. And I don't want to figure it out. I probably could. I just don't want to. Um, Just like we were trying to get the, uh, you know, we have the VR headset. We have a VR lab out there where we're doing stuff. We have, we got the uh, Oculus. Oh, yeah. We're trying to stream stream the (laughs) Oculus, what you see in the headset, into the TV using the Chromecast it's all in beta anyway it's it's just it's it's just a pain in the ass to get it working so Bart I think and I were trying to get that figured out but I don't want to figure it out I just want it to work right? and
1: one of the things I was going to ask you because you um travel and stay in hostels quite a bit mm-hmm. do you notice the um and, and this is still a bit of an analog experience I guess but do you notice that the hostels are filled with Um, you know, large range of ages or are they mostly centered around younger folks? Because we were having a conversation about shifting even hostels because people do want to travel. And what we've talked about a lot are doing things with people are way more fun than doing it by yourself.
2: Right. Especially because this is what I was saying when, when, as the age transitions where, you know, my generation starts getting older and your generation starts getting older into retirement age. We value experiences more probably than the current generation. So, it's important that you know like there are experiences for 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 the uh for the aging population and in hostels you would see i would see you know not many i would say maybe 5% of people but they were there some people that were uh i met someone in in portugal that was actually just hoping to retire there so she was just checking it out checking the country out i met one that was doing like a almost a year long trip just backpacking and he was this awesome guy who worked in the mountains in Canada. So you just have people of all different, you know, ages and and just backgrounds doing this. But I could see, like, for example, me retiring. I would love to go to a hostel, but maybe not that are filled with 20-year-olds. Yeah. Maybe people Some- more my age. And, you know, we can do things that I would be more, I would enjoy during that time, you know, wine tours and like... some
1: more sophisticated. Right, right.
2: Yeah.
0: So I, I, I think, you know, getting a baby boomer or someone even older, I don't know what the generation before baby boomers is called, but anyway, whatever that oh. generation is, mm-hmm. um, getting them to go to a hostel may be a very heavy, well, he, heavy yeah. leap. But I would yeah. say, you know... It, the, the thing that I think is going to be interesting is the application of technologies to break the ice to get people to try new things and yep. to do things. And to use, um, you know, like, again, we've been experimenting with the uh, the VR around these, these 360 cameras with a VR headset. Now, the technology is not quite there for mainstream, mm-hmm. but it's getting rapidly evolving. They have one application on the Oculus where it's called uh, Oculus v- uh, Venue, and they'll have a comedy club in New York, the Gotham Comedy Club, and they'll put a camera in one of the seats. Yeah. And you're sitting in the audience watching a live show. That's and You really look around cool. and you can see the people that are there. Mm-hmm. Now imagine like right now we have this camera set up in the fit, in the sixth position here on our table. Um imagine this was a um family dinner and somebody couldn't attend they happened to be in a different country or a different place they could log in they couldn't maybe they couldn't talk in the current format right now but they could watch and see what's happening so i had uh my daughter had a 25th birthday over the weekend and um tj couldn't be there cuz he had another commitment so i i put this camera out there and i recorded our dinner with oh, the family nice. Now we're trying to figure out how to get that work, but it'll be interesting to see how that played out. But just those are the kind of things that will drive immersive experiences. Because you have, if you you guys have both tried the VR a little bit, I tried it a lot, and it's extremely immersive. Uh, but the, the, it's 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 a little bit too much though, because it's not comfortable for doing it for a long time. But for you can sit and do it for an hour, it's pretty interesting.
1: I, I feel that um, the underlying thing in all of that is the simplicity of use. Um, so I think there's an Alexa commercial that's mm-hmm. out right now where the the son, or uh, sorry, grandson comes into the house and the grandfather's on a reclining chair and he's humming the songs to um, Valerie. And then the kid leaves and he's like, "Hey, Alexa, play the song with the lyrics Valerie." And so I was like, you know, I can see the technology being it's so easy there. And so he's using it. But when you think about cars now, even, some of the new cars, like the technology features are insane that are available in vehicles. Yeah. And it feels like it even feels overwhelming for me. So I was like, I can imagine that just being very overwhelming. So I think like the design aspect of like actually designing technology with ease of use for a population that's starting to get older is going to be such a fundamental thing.
0: Well, I think, you know, we come out of tech consulting and, uh, you know, a lot of tech consulting, they focus on the tech. Yes. And the tech gets so advanced that even expert engineers are unable to use it fully. Yeah. And so the term of art we use to describe that is feature gap, yeah. is when the feature creates a gap between the ability to use it and the ability to deploy it. So if you think of something like Microsoft Word, it has so many features and you can't use all those. Nobody can. Right. Right. And so, but it... So, we want to in in, a, in, a, in software engineering. You want to talk about having you know software on software, so the software is able to fully utilize these things. But that, but in a personal world, in the experience world, I think we want to come at this by solving a problem and leveraging technology versus saying, "Oh, this is cool tech. Let's go deploy it somewhere." So, this is you know we're we're in the conversations with people about uh, VR, virtual reality, and augmented reality deployments as a business. And I'm struggling a little bit with some of these conversations because it looks like it's a hammer looking for a nail. Yeah. So let's go back to the the nursing, nursing. home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A problem is elderly loneliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think if you, if you get underneath that and understand what's the driver of the loneliness and how to satisfy that and say, you know, in the old way, you'd say, "Well, they should have more pe- more family visiting them all the time." But you know that is what it is. People are either going to do it or not going to do it. It's a time. It's it's hard, right? So, but what if I could use technology as a proxy solution? It's you know one way to do it. That's better than not doing it. Right. You say, "Well, I don't want. I think people should visit." Okay, well then, they're not. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, is this better than nothing? Exactly. And so, and I think it's much better than nothing.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's way better. It's
0: way better than nothing. Uh, I think authentic, authentic analog interactions socially are probably the pinnacle, but uh, we can't always get that. Yeah. And so, can we fill in the gaps with digital that this improves our overall baseline and our overall experience and our enjoyment of life?
1: And by the way, both parties benefit from that because the, yeah, right? the person, right? The person who doesn't visit. Uh, a loved one in a nursing home is constantly consumed with guilt, guilt. Yep. and the person that is there waiting for someone to show up is cons- is constantly alone right. so I think yeah like having that technology actually alleviates a problem for people on both sides of the
2: coin I th- you said the better thing but I think it's also just the easiness thing that's also yeah that's crucial in this like if you just make this problem very easy to solve or very easily fixable then this is this is a a no-brainer winner. You know, yeah, no-brainer winner.
0: So we have like in the studio here. You can uh, we have the t- opposing screens here that are synced up. What if these screens now become sort of windows?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, virtual windows and and uh, uh, Samsung has the uh, the frame, which is uh, I haven't seen it, but well, it's basically a, it's a t- it's a TV that's that's designed oh, to be a right. frame, yeah. and you put a frame, you literally put a frame around it, hanging on the wall and it has uh, a slightly different technology characteristics that it that's low light and you can put in uh, art screens like that you can basically treat any TV you can put a frame around the TV if you want and treat it that way but it has a little bit of interesting software but imagine now to think of the the notion of a window frame and you put the same window frame into say your your parents house or relatives and then those frames lock up and they see into your room you see into their room and it's seamless you just turn it on imagine just connecting two living rooms together yeah or or two dining room tables or dining room tables yeah so you can't be together but you can have dinner together Mm -hmm. once in a while uh now the guilt will be we can do it i just don't want to (laughs) Mm
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> like a whole separate. I I,
0: I want to eat pizza rolls and watch Netflix by myself, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> right? How do I explain that one? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, just about
2: to say. I maybe mean, it could be like a. It's just a twenty four seven. It's always on. So yeah, you just if you every time you walk into the din- dining room, you can just yell like, "Mom, are you there?" And like, it'll splay off the speaker yeah. in their room, and they can come until but you have a
1: date come over. I was about to like, say Mom, until you, you mention
2: that, and yeah. I had second thoughts about it I'd yeah. want to turn that off. <laughs>
0: Young man, what are your intentions? (laughs) Now, So so I think we're going to solve a lot of problems with these technologies, and it's going to create a whole secondary set of unanticipated consequences around, you know, we may feel guilty for not visiting an elderly relative in the nursing home. Now we're going to feel guilty that we didn't take full advantage of the easy access we have. Uh, There's no more time and distance issue. It's more just an attention issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it will reveal other problems. But I think net-net, I think there's going to be an opportunity for technology to really improve uh, many things in our society.
1: Yeah, I completely agree.
0: But it requires an attitude towards Parks. making it. If you just let it happen by itself, it feels like it's going to be probably a net negative. You really have to take control over this and, and, and think about how we can take the experiences that are very popular in the millennial and the Gen Xers and move it up into the older realms, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. right? It's in the Gen Xers and the millennials' interest because eventually they're going to get older. Yeah. Right. Their tastes are going to change. Their issues are going to change. So you're better off to seed that market early, exactly. make sure those markets mature and and, and, and have a better connection with the, the, the older people in your society, family, friends, et cetera.
1: Yeah, I completely agree.
0: So that's good. So let's play around with some of those things. And, uh, you know, I'm still, one day Sean and I are going to go stay in a hostel one night. <laughs> yeah, still waiting for this. Is there, any, yeah. is there a hostel nearby that we could do this? For sure. Really? New, like New York? In New
2: York. Yeah, there's a couple in New York. Come on. <laughs> Philadelphia?
0: <laughs> yeah, but they, they're not very good. Are Where's they? the Nashville? world's yeah, best hostel? Portugal. Uh, Portugal, for sure.
1: Well, you're in, in your turn. That was your
2: experience That's, or is there like a ranking that, that was ranked yeah that was ranked number one in the world wow but the uh, portugal one yeah i think like four or five years in a row yeah. there might be some new ones i haven't checked recently so i don't know but there's a there's i, I stayed at one in nashville that was actually not bad um
1: <laughs> you guys should drive down there and stay in the hostel yeah,
2: yeah if you want to <laughs> go to nashville.
0: Uh, by the end of this year we will do one night in a hostel somewhere just you, and, you guys,
1: right?
2: Uh, <laughs> so oh, I'm no, like Karen. Experience. <laughs> experience <laughs> this. <laughs> you know, just go do it.
0: It feels like... Uh, you are definitely part of this. It feels like it's almost something we should film as well. Just, uh,
2: yeah, we'll bring our 360 camera, our selfie stick, follow we, us around. We need,
0: uh, we need the video documentary of this whole experience.
1: <laughs> don't forget the flip-flops for the bathroom.
2: <laughs> no, no, we don't need this.
0: Is it that kind of place? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need flip flops No, no, I don't
2: know, some pretty conceived I mean, notions. In a bucket? <laughs> uh, no,
0: you don't. Need okay, you. No. all right.
2: <laughs> the ones in this here are like really nice, actually.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So I'm gonna, I, I'm going to do that. I want the dormitory, the whole experience. <laughs> I want to hear other people snoring, and I want people complaining about my snoring. Perfect. So, anyway, we'll go do <laughs> something right. fun things, but let's let's think about uh, how we bring experiences to our, our circles around us for people who are older, let's try to introduce them to that and break down the barriers for them to enjoy some of the things that are happening in the younger, the younger generations. Mm -hmm. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Karen, I think you were supposed to say that.
1: Yeah, thanks. I'll take it from here.
0: All right. Well, we got to do the, this is the new outcast.
1: Oh, the outro, the outro
0: i think outcast is a new word okay. all right outro we're doing a new outro we got to cover a few things all right one is what subscription
1: do you subscribe to? we want people
0: to subscribe to this not just listen to it occasionally
1: okay yeah check the us second out.
0: thing is nothing's better than what a, a five star rating
1: always five stars gotta give
0: us the five stars because we get better search outcomes mm-hmm. and the last thing is comments
1: we need those yeah, we, we need we, your feedback
0: we want to know what people are thinking so you can check us out. The best way to do it, if you're not sure. Some people don't know how to do it. Go to our website. You can check it out. We'll have a full set of instructions. Uh, so whatever app you're using, most people use. What do you use? Uh, I
1: use Spotify. You do? Yeah.
0: So we have Spotify. We have iTunes, uh, YouTube. There's a whole bunch. Of, if, whatever you use, we have it. And if, and if we don't have it, let us know, and we'll try to figure out how to get it.
1: We can send you a paper-based instruction.
0: <laughs> actually, actually, we do have paper-based instructions, even though. That's a fun inside joke to our team. So anyway, thanks for listening and check us out uh, in our next shows.
1: Thanks. See ya.